Welcome to Cover 4. If you're a Section 4 football fan, this is your podcast. I'm Coach Smith, and I'll be your host. The Cover 4 podcast is brought to you by TDS Performance Improvement. Leading people is the most important responsibility in the world, yet 60% of first-time leaders fail. TDS Performance Improvement prevents these failures. Beginning in January 2023, TDS Performance Improvement will deliver a monthly first-time leader development program at the Tioga Downs Casino, Nichols, New York. Join me for an online introduction to this program on Tuesday, November 15th at 12 noon. Visit TDSPI.com, that's TDSPI.com, and collect register. Welcome to Week 9, the second season the playoffs. All 24 teams are looking to go on a two-game winning streak to punch their ticket to the state playoffs. Getting out of Section 4 is never easy. Roger Neal and I will be analyzing all 12 semifinal games. Best wishes to the non-playoff teams and especially their seniors. Thank you for the memories and best wishes in all your life endeavors. All seven of the Section 4 classification leaders are undefeated in division play. Seven of the teams are New York State ranked, and three received honorable mention. All three Section 4 returning state champions are currently ranked number one in New York State. Remember, check with your school for any last-minute schedule updates. Let's go! We'll begin with the lone AA game. There's only three teams in this classification. The Binghamton Patriots make the long road trip west to Thomas Hurley Stadium, and Dick Senko Field to take on the Elmira Express, who received an honorable mention this week. The two teams met week six at Binghamton's Alumni Field. The Express won handily, 53-18. Binghamton looked much improved to start their game last week against UE, but could not sustain the momentum. They will definitely have their hands full against Elmira, who put up big numbers last week against Horseheads. The winner of this game will travel to Corning next Friday, to take on the Hawks, who were undefeated in divisional play. What do you got for the single game in uh, the A classification, Roger? Yes, uh, there well, obviously supposed to be two semifinal games. Ithaca has uh, pulled out of their game with Union Endicott. So uh, Ithaca, for whatever reason, announcing they are forfeiting their matchup with the Tigers. So now UE has an extra week to uh, get ready to play for a championship in A classification. Now, I'll be watching very closely just across the river. Horseheads will play at Vestal, and that should be a good one. But, you know, I think you, you look ahead, and a lot of people are anticipating, you know, can Vestal get by Horseheads and set up another big battle with UE? But Horseheads, of course, will have a different thought about that. Horseheads pretty much even overall as far as what they do offensively and defensively, equal number of points scored and given up. The Vestal Golden Bears, on the other hand, defensively are superb. They bring an overall 5-3 and three record into their semifinal game, 2-1 and one in Class A competition. They've given up just a dozen total points. That is amazing. Tremendous defense for them over the year, and that is a big key for them. So Horseheads will have certainly its work cut out for the uh, action against the Vestal Golden Bears in that only what it turns out to be semifinal A matchup. Meanwhile, B competition, this should be very good. Windsor in action and Norwich and JC and Emmy and Bill and uh, billing that 
I think we've got some outstanding games coming up, Tim. Talk a little more about that. Yeah, we've got Windsor's traveling to uh, Norwich to take on the Purple Tornado at Ulrich Field. And uh, the Purple Tornado received an honorable mention this week as well. And these two teams met week three at the same field in a game which Norwich won 28-6. to This game, I think, Roger, has the potential to be a close, well-played game. You've got two excellent coaches in in Tim Hogan and uh, Mike Christie at at Norwich. So that that looks to be a a very good game. Uh, These two teams are uh, kind of been following Maine Enwell all year long. And uh, that brings us to the second game in Class B is the number one ranked New York State uh, Maine Enwell Spartans. They're riding a 17-game win streak, and they're going to host the Johnson City Wildcats at Spartan Stadium Saturday at 2.30. These two teams met Week 7 at Wildcat Stadium, where ME won handily 48-6. And Maine Enwell is coming off what amounts to be a bye, having their non-sectional game against Marlboro canceled, while JC is coming off an impressive win at Oneana. And it could be interesting early, but I think ME has just too much too many uh, good players in all phases of the game to uh, to lose this game. Yeah, I, I think uh, a big thing, too, so much has been said, and we all talk about their explosive offense, but Emmy's defense is kind of like the hidden gem in it all. Not to them, but again, you look at stats, Emmy rolls up big scores, unbeaten going into the game, but a lot of that is keyed by superb defensive play. Exactly, and then their special teams, they can, they can flop, flip the field on you either in the kicking game or in, in a return game. So they've just, they, they're too good in all facets of the game to, uh, to be beaten. I think at this particular point. So Roger, that takes us to C and you're also going to uh, analyze D for us. Sure. Well, let's start things off with one semifinal, the forks outstanding season. Again, they match up against Newark Valley and for Shadango forks, their defense also the key. We, we talked last week about, you know, offense puts people in the seats, but defense wins you championships. Well, Forks, again, a typically outstanding defensive unit. They have um, only given up 11.8 points a game against them. So their defense is outstanding, 5-0 and in divisional play. Newark Valley comes in 2-6, and a 2-3 and record in C competition. So we'll see where that goes, but the Forks at home, Blue Devil Stadium, It's going to be a tough go for anybody to win against the Forks there. But another big game in the semifinal action, Waverly and Susquehanna Valley. Now, SV has had an outstanding program over the last few years, three and two in divisional play, five and three overall. Waverly, though, can put up a ton of points, and they come in eight and one with a four and one mark in C competition. So that, well, could be a sleeper game if SV can hold them down offensively, but Again, Waverly's offense has been explosive. On the D, the machine, Tioga, unbeaten, 9-0 overall, 7-0 in their divisional play and D competition. You talk about explosions, 48.5 points per game average. And they have a, a plus total. If you take a look at points they've given up, they've given up only an average of 10 points a game, but they have a plus 389. So they have racked up some mega scores. They take on Spencer Van Etten Kander, who comes in at four and four, and they put up a lot of points too. They're averaging over 48 a game, but they've also given up 33. So the big question will be if Tioga keeps control of the ball, will Spencer Van Etten be able to do a whole lot offensively? And then, of course, another battle. This is going to be one of the big games this weekend Deli against Walton. 
and uh, both are coming off outstanding regular seasons. Seven and one for Delhi, six and one in D competition, six and two for Walton, five and two in D play. Walton can put up a ton of points, but Delhi can too, both averaging around 44 per game. So that should be good. So we've got some very interesting semifinal matchups, Tim. And of course, all we're fighting to gain that edge to move on and play another week in section four for the championships. Yeah, you alluded to the Delhi Walton game. Those two teams met last weekend and uh, they they played at Delhi at uh, Kelly Field. And uh, that was a 42-30 win for Delhi. So that was relatively close. And I know mm-hmm. earlier in the season, uh, Delhi played Tioga very close. Um, so that's I hope they don't look ahead uh, from their game. But the, that you're right. I think that's going to be one of the marquee matchups in yep. terms of uh, how well they play. They're they're ranked eighth and ninth respectively uh, in New York State, and that that should be a real good game. On to the eight player classification. The undefeated Groton Indians, are ranked number four, are going to play Unitigo Franklin Spartan Saturday at noon at a neutral site. That will be the Binghamton Alumni Stadium. These two teams met week three at Unitigo Franklin with Groton winning fifty two to zero. The Indians were really not challenged this season only one time, and that was week three with a game at Moravia where they won 32-28. to 28. Now that takes us on to the next game, and oh, by the way, that, that Moravia team is in this particular game. So there's a chance, and I don't like to get up ahead of ourselves, but there's a chance that it could be a rematch there. The other eight-player game will also be Saturday, this time at 3 o'clock at Binghamton's Alumni Stadium between the Green Trojans, who received an honorable mention this week, and the New York State ranked number seven Moravia Blue Devils. These two teams did not meet during the regular season. Moravia's only loss with the aforementioned game against Groton, and Moravia needs to take care of business against a tough green team before they can start thinking about Groton. And this could be one of those games where you start thinking ahead a little bit, the next thing you know you're behind and you never know, but uh, you want to take care of business at hand. You've got the the tough green team that's going to be right there in front of you. Now that takes us on to the independent uh, classification this year. We had four teams in that particular uh, classification. The first game will pit the Whitney Point Golden Eagles against the Dryden Lions Friday evening at Dryden. Dryden was undefeated this year in divisional play, and these two teams met twice during the regular season with Dryden winning both of, both of those games. Once week three at Dryden, like I said, with Dryden winning 47 to eight. The second meeting was at week seven at Whitney Point with Dryden winning that game 30 to 12. They say it's tough to beat a team three times in a season, but we'll see. We'll see how this particular game goes. The other independent game is Saturday at Watkins Glen High School where the Watkins Glen, Odessa Montour, Skylar Storm are going to take on the Lansing Bobcats. These two teams met once this season. That was week four with the Skylar Storm winning 20-6. to This game has the potential to be a very entertaining game. I just think that uh, the, the moon's right and the cards are right. I just think that this is going to be one of those great games if you're just a neutral fan uh, to watch this particular game. And there you have it. We set the table for the semifinal playoff round of Section 4. Enjoy. Thank you, Roger. All right. Coach, thank you. Have a great one. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe. And remember, tell your friends. Coach Smith says, visit Cover4.com and be the next fan up. In football and life, 
It's not where we line up. It's where we wind up. Thank you for listening to the Cover 4 Podcast.